0: Section 13c, Managing Resources Other Than Personnel. Resource Management System. Resource Management System Defined. Resource Management System does not refer to a single system. Instead, the Air Force Resource Management System involves various systems focusing on outputs and resources used managers effectively using resources, measuring actual performance compared to planned performance, and using financial plans and accounting to enhance management controls at each organizational level. The resource management system provides a way to establish priorities, choose policies, and act to get the desired results and required resources at an acceptable cost. Resource management system elements include the execution plan, management, and accounting systems, participatory and committee management, resource management teams, and resource management training. Resource management system duties. Air Force managers oversee activities that cost money. However, in terms of resources, resource management system duties refer to the stewardship of money, manpower, and equipment. Being an effective steward involves more than legal accountability. Headquarters, United States Air Force, and major commands make decisions about using resources. Although base level resource managers do not control initial allocation of all their resources, they must effectively manage these resources. Commanders. Financial management is inherent to command. Commanders review, validate, and balance the execution plan, to ensure successful financial management. They must actively review financial programs for each work center, responsibility center, that reports to them, and improve resource management by inquiring about program conditions, reviewing causes, weighing alternatives, and directing action. They must also ensure resource management system success by allocating sufficient resources to resource management system training and resource management team efforts. Comptrollers. Comptrollers support the organization's mission and the Air Force by providing sound financial management and advice to the commander and staff. They promote responsible and proper financial management to ensure economical and efficient use of resources consistent with statutory and regulatory requirements. They apply policies and procedures that enable the organization to carry out accounting, budget, and cost functions. Responsibility Center Managers Responsibility Center Managers plan, direct, and coordinate subordinate organizations' activities. They analyze subordinate organizational plans, identify imbalances in resource distribution, analyze alternative actions, and balance programs. Cost Center Managers The Cost Center is the basic production flight or work center. The cost center manager regulates the consumption of work hours, supplies, equipment, and services to do the tasks within their cost center. Cost center managers shift resources to or from various production tasks within the cost center to ensure the proper mix or to provide the emphasis required. Resource Advisors Resource advisors monitor and help prepare resource estimates. They help develop obligations and expense fund targets, monitor the use of resources in daily operations compared to projected consumption levels, and serve as the primary point of contacts on resource management matters pertaining to the Responsibility Center. Resource advisors are appointed in writing by the Responsibility Center Manager. The Financial Management Board Established by the senior or host commander at each base, the Financial Management Board determines program priorities and ensures effective allocation of resources. The Financial Management Board reviews and approves or disapproves recommendations made by the Financial Working Group to ensure balanced, valid financial programs and to consider all known or anticipated requirements. The Financial Working Group Composed of both line and staff resource advisors and responsibility center managers, the Financial Working Group manages commodities and resources integral to the operating activities of the base or unit. The Financial Working Group develops requirements and revisions for the base or unit execution plan, reviews all appropriated fund execution plans, and makes recommendations to the Financial Management Board for final approval. Additionally, the Financial Working Group presents recommendations to the Financial Management Board for unfunded requirement prioritization and fund target adjustments between responsibility centers and base-level budgetary guidance. The Financial Working Group provides technical guidance to base activities on using their primary responsibility resources. Effective Use of Government Property Supply Discipline Air Force members must have a supply discipline to conserve, protect, and maintain available government supplies, equipment, and real property for operational requirements. The Air Force's mission makes it imperative that all military and civilian personnel operate and maintain government systems, equipment, supplies, and real property in the best possible condition, in constant readiness, and in the absolute minimum quantity necessary to accomplish assigned tasks. Commanders and supervisors at all levels are responsible for prudent management, control, storage, and cost-effective use of government property under their control. Roles Commanders, subordinates, supervisors, and individuals must accurately maintain property records to reflect a current inventory and condition of property, ensure personnel carefully and economically use and safeguard property, Provide adequate security, protection, and storage for property. Make recommendations for preventing fraud, waste, and abuse. Custodial Management of Public Property A property custodian is any person designated by the organization commander or chief of staff agency responsible for government property in his or her possession. A custodian must plan and forecast requirements to meet mission goals, Prepare and forward materiel requests to the proper agency, sign custody receipts or listings for property charged to his or her organization, report losses or irregularities relating to property to his or her immediate commanders or accountable officers, and take action to reconcile and correct property records. A custodian may be held liable for the loss, destruction, or damage of any property or resources under his or her control. Financial management, use of resources. Air Force commanders and supervisors are responsible for the efficient and economical use of all resources in their organizations. Commanders and supervisors directly influence the budgeting, allocation, composition, and distribution of these resources. It should be noted that every Air Force member is directly involved in and responsible for managing resources. Cost free resources. In the following types of instances, everyone has a principal responsibility to ensure resources are used in the most cost effective manner. Keep in mind, all Air Force resources at one time or another had some kind of cost charged to get into the Department of Defense inventory. Some resources may appear to be cost free assets because airmen may not either control the determination or allocation of these resources real property, weapons systems, and manpower may not have the authority to change the mix of the total resources allocated. The operating budget. The operating budget covers costs associated with the operation of all Air Force organizations. The approval by higher headquarters gives obligations authority to accomplish the mission. The budget program operates on a fiscal year basis. Fiscal year represents the period beginning the first day of October and ending the last day of the following September, 1 October through 30 September. Fraud, Waste, and Abuse Fraud, Waste, and Abuse defined. The Air Force loses millions of dollars in money and resources every year due to individuals abusing the system, wasting precious resources, and committing acts of fraud. Fraud, Waste, and Abuse is fraud. Any intentional deception designed to unlawfully deprive the Air Force of something of value or to secure from the Air Force for an individual a benefit, privilege, allowance, or consideration to which he or she is not entitled. Such practices include, but are not limited to, offering, paying, accepting bribes or gratuities, or evading or corrupting inspectors or other officials making false statements, submitting false claims, or using false weights or measures, using deceit either by suppressing the truth or misrepresenting material facts or deprive the Air Force of something of value, adulterating or substituting materials and falsifying records and books of accounts, conspiring to carry out any of the actions in paragraphs 13.12.1.1.1 through 13.12.1.1.4, engaging in conflict of interest cases, criminal irregularities, and the unauthorized disclosure of official information relating to procurement and disposal matters. Note, for the purposes of this handbook, the definition can include any theft or diversion of resources for personal or commercial gain. Waste, the extravagant, careless, or needless expenditure of Air Force funds, or the consumption of Air Force property that results from deficient practices, system controls, or decisions is waste. Waste also includes improper practices not involving prosecutable fraud. Note, consider wartime and emergency operations when explaining possible waste. For example, legitimate stockpiles and reserves for wartime needs, which may appear redundant and costly, are not considered waste. Abuse The intentionally wrongful or improper use of Air Force resources is abuse. Examples include misuse of rank, position, or authority that causes the loss or misuse of resources such as tools, vehicles, computers, or copy machines. Preventing Fraud, Waste, and Abuse Preventing fraud, waste, and abuse is of primary concern. Detection and prosecution serve to deter fraudulent, wasteful, or abusive practices. However, the key element of the program is to prevent the loss of resources. The Secretary of the Air Force, Inspector General, provides policy guidance, develops procedures, and establishes and evaluates the Air Force complaints and fraud, waste, and abuse programs. In turn, Inspector Generals at every level are responsible for establishing and directing the Air Force complaints and fraud waste, and abuse programs. Air Force personnel have a duty to promptly report fraud, waste, and abuse to an appropriate supervisor or commander, to an inspector general or other appropriate inspector, or through an established grievance channel. Fraud, waste, and abuse complaints may be reported to the Air Force Audit Agency, the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, Security Forces, or other proper authorities. Further, all military and civilian members must promptly advise the Air Force Office of Special Investigations of suspected criminal misconduct or fraud. The Air Force Office of Special Investigations investigates criminal allegations. Fraud, Waste, and Abuse Complaints Resolution As with personal complaints, Air Force members should try resolving fraud, waste, and abuse issues at the lowest possible level using command channels before addressing them to a higher level or the Inspector General. Individuals may submit Fraud, waste, and abuse disclosures by memorandum, in person, or by fraud, waste, and abuse hotlines. Complaints anonymously. Note: Making a disclosure or complaint requires factual, unbiased, and specific information. Individuals must understand they are submitting official statements within Air Force channels. Therefore, they remain subject to punitive action or adverse administrative action for knowingly making false statements and for submitting other unlawful communications. Information in a disclosure or complaint to an Inspector General is protected. Complainant Privacy The complainant's privacy is safeguarded to the maximum extent practicable to encourage voluntary cooperation and promote a climate of openness in identifying issues requiring leadership intervention. The inspector general has the responsibility to safeguard the personal identity and complaints of individuals seeking assistance or participating in an inspector general process, such as an investigation. While this does not mean the communications made to an Inspector General are privileged or confidential, it does mean that disclosure of those communications and the identity of the communicant is strictly limited to an official need-to-know basis. Disclosure. This information is not disclosed unless required by law or regulation when necessary to take adverse action against a subject with the approval of the Secretary of the Air Force Inspector General. SUMMARY OF THE RESULTS Individuals making a complaint may request a summary of the results from the office to which the complaint was made. However, witnesses, including complainants and subjects, do not have unrestricted access to reports, complainants and subjects, or any other case file information by virtue of their status as a witness. They have access to Inspector General Records as provided for by the Freedom of Information Act and Privacy Act. Whistleblower Rights Whistleblower witnesses have additional rights. The nature of the allegation and findings will determine what information is releasable. All information released is according to the Freedom of Information Act and Privacy Act. Third-party complainants are not entitled to a response regarding alleged wrongs not directly affecting them unless authorized to receive via a Freedom of Information Act or a Privacy Act release. Inspector General Channels If the Inspector General receives a complaint or disclosure more appropriate for another channel, may be referred to that channel by the receiving Inspector General. When Inspectors General refer complaints to command or other more appropriate resolution channels, Inspectors General notify complainants of the referral except for anonymous complainants. Air Force Environmental Commitment Leadership at all levels and across all mission operations and support organizations must use the Air Force Environmental Management System's approach to comply with environmental laws, regulations, and policy, reduce risks to the mission, and continuously improve environmental management performance. Operationalizing environmental management means ensuring that environmental quality is a consideration by airmen in all activities the Air Force undertakes. General Carol H. Chandler, Vice Chief of Staff, Terry A. Yonkers, Assistant Secretary, Installations, Environment, and Logistics. Air Force Policy The United States Air Force is a leader and devoted guardian of the environment. As trustee to over 8 million acres of natural habitat, the Air Force takes considerable measures to defend and enhance America's rich natural resources and cultural heritage. Over the last 20 years, the Air Force has followed a compliance-based approach to environmental management, resulting in an unparalleled record of responsiveness to regulation, community interests, and ecological needs. Yet, to meet current and future mission requirements, the Air Force Environmental Program must ensure environmental resources, such as air, land, and water, are available to meet operational needs. This approach allows the Air Force to sustain, restore, and modernize their environmental resources, or natural infrastructure, in full compliance and support of military readiness challenges. Department of Defense and Air Force Programs Per Executive Order 13693, Planning for Federal Sustainability in the Next Decade, the Department of Defense and Air Force established and maintained an environmental management system. In accordance with Executive Order 13693, the Air Force will continue to implement and maintain environmental management system to achieve the performance necessary to sustain compliance, reduce risk, and continuously improve to achieve sustainability goals. AFI 32-7001 Environmental Management implements the Environmental Management System Framework and provides guidance and procedures applicable to all Air Force installations within the United States, to include the territories and in foreign countries. See figure 13.1 for the environmental management system vision, programs, and guidance. The environmental management system sustains and enhances mission capability by maintaining compliance with all applicable environmental laws, regulations, and policy requirements, Typically, installations will meet environmental code of federal regulations promulgated by the Environmental Protection Agency and implemented by the states. Reducing compliance burden by implementing pollution prevention solutions that reduce the quantity and impact of pollutants. Sustaining natural, cultural, built, and human resources. Incorporating environmental management system and environmental, safety, and occupational health considerations into installation Air Force Smart Operations 21 lean events to improve mission capacity and prevent waste, providing community outreach to increase awareness of environmental issues, incorporating environmental management system elements into specific operations of appropriate organizational levels and installations, meeting or exceeding current Office of Management and Budget, Department of Defense, and Air Force performance measures. Air Force planning, the Air Force Environmental Management System will integrate environmental impact analysis, operational risk management, and prevention of pollution methodologies in order to institute sustainable practices across the Air Force mission and reduce both environmental risk and the Air Force's environmental footprint and accommodate new mission as required. Key actions for installation or major command organizations include documenting aspects and impacts for the installation's activities, products, and services. Aspects are elements of the activities, products, and services that can interact with the environment and produce either a negative or positive environmental impact. For aspects classified as significant, ensure actions to formally manage as part of the environmental management system, including setting objectives and targets and establishing action plans. This helps identify the investment to resource. The environmental programming and budgeting process provides the necessary resources to achieve the goals and objectives of the Air Force Strategic Plan, the organizational level, multi-site or installation environmental management system, or other major program objectives. Environmental requirements are entered into Air Force-approved programming, tools, or software, following civil engineering operations and maintenance programming guides, and supplemental budgeting policy and guidance. Air Force operational controls, performance monitoring. Installations shall ensure adequate operational controls are in place to control, mitigate, or prevent negative environmental impacts. Operational controls may be physical, such as barrier, secondary containment, engineering, such as alarm system, or administrative, such as standard operating procedure, management plan, checklist. Develop and implement procedures to prevent noncompliance, adverse environmental impacts, and or to achieve stated objectives and targets or performance measures. Implement environmental monitoring and performance measures to ensure an environmental self-assessment process to maintain compliance and improve business processes. Ensure self-assessment of all environmental aspects of recurring business processes and readiness for inspections under the Commander's Self-Inspection and Air Force Inspector General's Unit Effectiveness Inspection Programs in accordance with AFI 90-201, the Air Force Inspection System.